Hey, it's Jen, and welcome back to our community. This podcast is where we're getting real about wellness rituals, life-changing habits, and having relatable conversations with friends about mental health, social media, morning routines, or lack thereof. And we're talking about that thing that you thought no one else could relate to. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our community. What it took for us to get here, you have no idea, but I'm sitting at night with my red light on, but in the video, you can't, you can't really tell actually, because I have this little ring light on. I have my Saqqara sleep tea, because after this, I'm going to go to sleep. It is 9 p.m. the night before you're listening to this. If you're listening today, it came out. It is our 100th episode. Ethan is sleeping in the bedroom right now, so I'm speaking like kind of lightly, but I don't think, I'm still projecting. I don't think you'll be able to tell, but just to set the scene, it's 9 p.m. I'm drinking my tea, and that's the vibe you're going to get from me. But what it took to get here, okay, we, Ethan and I, had just recorded the 100th episode. He told me earlier today, like, no, I, I want to do it with you. I want to do it with you. I was like, you know, the people say they want a friend episode or a Q&A. I don't really want to do a solo because no one asked for that. But like, maybe you can ask me the questions or whatever. We didn't really know what we were going to do. And so finally, we sit down. He's like, no, I'm going to do it with you. Backstory, he just lost his grandpa. He's very sad. I haven't seen him in a couple of days. So I was like, we do, you do not have to do this. But he was adamant about wanting to do it for me. So I'm thinking, you know, he's going to get his mind off of it for a little, maybe distract, maybe we'll get into it. I don't know. But anyway, it turned into kind of a sad episode, which can be so relatable and helpful in so many ways. And I'm so glad that if anything, even if I don't release it, that we had that chance to kind of just like connect and have the excuse to do that. But it just didn't feel, I didn't feel right releasing it, especially as the 100th episode. It didn't feel right to release it. I just want to like sit on it for a second because it is so personal to him. And also the 100th episode should not be a a grief episode. I don't know. Let's get into this though. When I was thinking about what I would want to do or talk about instead of releasing that episode, it, it honestly came so clear to me that I was like, yeah, we're not releasing that one for the 100th. Like this has to be the topic. And it's something that I've honestly been marinating on, marinating on for like the last year. And it's this idea that you have a choice. And it kind of stemmed from, this idea stemmed, I would say, from years ago, always feeling the need to either influence or persuade or inspire the people closest to me to live a better life. And it came to a point where my therapist about a year ago was like, nothing you do or say is going to change someone. They need to come to that conclusion on their own and you need to release that pressure on yourself that it's all on you to change people's lives because it's not. And you know, this could go with people with addiction or bipolar disorder or personality disorder or depression, just like anything of that sort is kind of what I'm referring to. And that was something that really helped me in just realizing like they have a choice even if there's a chemical imbalance or whatever it might be, they have a choice to get help, right? So that's where that idea stemmed from. But then it's kind of evolved into my motto of life for myself too. So I was always thinking about other people. And then when I released the control that I have on other people, I started to finally think about myself. And that's where my boundaries started getting stronger. And 
I just was really able to focus on myself. And I think that's when I was really able to dive so deep into everything that I'm doing. And hand in hand with that is that like you have the choice to also change your identity to whatever the hell you want. And the reason it's so prevalent to the 100th episode, I would say, is I had a choice to podcast consistently and identify myself as a podcaster without holding this limiting belief of I'm not a podcaster until I have X amount of downloads. If you have 200 followers on TikTok, but your goal in life is to be a quote unquote TikToker, you are a TikToker. You're doing the habits of a TikToker, right? You're creating content every single day. You're brainstorming, you're, you're posting, you're commenting back, whatever it means to you to be a TikToker, that's what you can identify as. And I do want to pause just to like really explain myself and read you a chapter that stuck with me from a book that I read, a book that I read in my, in two apartments ago. So this is probably two years ago. And I still remember this chapter and I went to my bookshelf and I found the exact chapter and looked at where I highlighted it. And I was like, holy shit. I knew, I knew there was something here and I knew that it hit, but it really, it just really hit. So this might inspire you guys. It's from Atomic Habits by James Clear. This is really, really something that helped me. If you in so many ways, it's the podcasting, it's running, it's you'll, it's waking up early. I used to not wake up early and this book like changed my life. So if there's anything that you really want to make a habit out of or just like something, I feel like we all have that thing. It kind of happens to me with the gym a lot where it's like we want to do something every day, but like we do it for a week and then we kind of give up, right? So this is something that actually changed my life in finally not giving up on those things anymore. So let's dive in if you need any motivation to do literally anything. The ultimate form of intrinsic motivation is when a habit becomes part of your identity. It's one thing to say I'm the type of person who wants this. It's something very different to say I'm the type of person who is this. The more pride you have in a particular aspect of your identity, the more motivated you will be to maintain the habits associated with it. If you're proud of how your hair looks, you'll develop all sorts of habits to care for and maintain it. If you're proud of the size of your biceps, you'll make sure you never skip an upper body workout. If you're proud of the scarves you knit, you'll be more likely to spend hours knitting each week. Once your pride gets involved, you'll fight tooth and nail to maintain your habits. True behavior change is identity change. You might start a habit because of motivation, but the only reason you'll stick with one is that it becomes a part of your identity. Anyone can convince themselves to visit the gym or eat healthy once or twice, but if you don't shift the belief behind the behavior, then it is hard to stick with the long-term changes. Improvements are only temporary until they become part of who you are. The goal is not to read a book. The goal is to become a reader. The goal is not to run a marathon. The goal is to become a runner. The goal is not to learn an instrument. The goal is to become a musician. Research has shown that once a person believes in a particular aspect of their identity, they are more likely to act in alignment with that belief. For example, people who identified as being a voter were more likely to vote than those who simply claimed voting was an action they wanted to perform. Doing the right thing is easy. You are simply acting like the type of person you already believe yourself to be. Like all aspects of habit formation, this too is a double-edged sword. When working for you, identity change can be a powerful force for self-improvement. When working against you, though, identity change can be a curse. Once you have adopted an identity, it can be easy to let your allegiance to it impact your ability to change. Many people walk through life in a cognitive slumber, blindly following the norms attached to their identity. I'm terrible with directions. I'm not a morning person. I'm bad at remembering people's names. I'm always late. I'm not good with technology. And a thousand other variations. 
When you have repeated a story to yourself for years, it is easy to slide into these mental grooves and accept them as a fact. In time, you begin to resist certain actions because that's not who I am. There is internal pressure to maintain your self-image and behave in a way behave in a way that is consistent with your beliefs. The more deeply a thought or action is tied to your identity, the more difficult it is to change it. Let's skip ahead a little bit. Progress requires unlearning. Becoming the best version of yourself requires you, requires you to continuously edit your beliefs and to upgrade and expand your identity. Your habits are how you embody your identity. The more you repeat a behavior, the more you reinforce the identity associated with that behavior. Whatever your identity is right now, you only believe it because you have proof of it. There is so much more in here. Like I, I truly just want to keep like going to all my highlighted bits because this chapter changed my life and I highly recommend it. It's page like 35 to 40 in Atomic Habits. Oh, it's so good. I like need to keep going. We change bit by bit, day by day, habit by habit. We are continually under, continually undergoing microevolutions of the self. Each habit is like a suggestion. Maybe this is who I am. If I finish a book, then perhaps you're the type of person who likes reading. If you go to the gym, then perhaps you're the type of person who likes exercise. If you practice playing the guitar, perhaps you're the type of person who likes music. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Putting this all together, you can see that habits are the path to changing your identity. The most practical way to change who you are is to change what you do. Each time you write a page, you are a writer. Each time you practice the violin, you are a musician. Each time you start a workout, you are an athlete. Each time you encourage your employees, you are a leader. Each habit not only gets results, but also teaches you something far more important to trust yourself. I'm like literally skipping around to all my highlights. It's a simple two-step process. One, decide the type of person you want to be to prove it yourself with small wins. We'll stop there. That changed my life. That allowed me to be someone who goes to workout classes. And then it like really became my whole identity. It allowed me to be someone who wakes up early and has a whole day before work. It just... It gave me permission because I think so often we have these ideas like wanting to be a reader or wanting to be this identity, but then you try it once and you're like, this doesn't feel right because it's not who I've thought I've been my whole life. So like, eh, this isn't me and we move on and we give up. But every single day you do it and every single time you, you know, reinforce this habit, you are becoming that identity. So an identity is really just a buildup of all different habits or of repeated habits. And it's kind of actually become a habit to me to embody new identities, to be honest with you. Like at first it was a YouTuber, then it was a podcaster, then it was, you know, I was in, I was a publicist and then I was like the corporate girly and then I was a freelancer and then I was, you know, someone who worked at a workout studio and then I was a morning person and I never grew up as a morning person. And now in this running journey, if you're not caught up, I've been trying to run. I signed up for a half marathon. And the reason I did it is this reason exactly of you have a choice. And I'm trying to prove to myself that I can do something I always said I couldn't do. I've always said I'm not a runner. I've always said I can't run. And as I've sort of like had these epiphanies of you have a choice and you know you can change your identity whenever you want with habits and all of these things, I realized I kind of want to prove to myself I can do something I always said I can't do. And another book that really helped me with this is Marie Forleo's book, Everything is Figure Outable. I listened to this on Audible and this one section, you can tell I just have like one section from a book that always stands out to me. And this one was Audible. So you know it was a good audio book, which is rare to come by because sometimes I just tune them out. But she said, obviously the premise of the book is everything is figure outable. You can do anything you set your mind to. You can find a way anything you want to do. 
So something she said that stuck with me was every time you say you can't do something, it's really what you're saying is you don't want to. You don't want to put in the work. You don't want to make the sacrifices. You don't want it bad enough to do it. So every time I've said I can't run, I then correct myself and say, no, I know I could do anything I set my mind to, but I just don't want to. Like, I don't care enough to do the work to get there. I never wanted to run, never enjoyed it enough to want to put the work in. And then slowly but surely, I think I just needed something to focus on that was not career related. And I've been craving a fitness challenge for a long time. You know, I tried to become like a gym girl, didn't love it. And it just, I think as the weather got good and I started like wanting to challenge myself, it just, I started dabbling in the running. I started this run club and the voice just got louder and louder. Like, I want to do this. And if you didn't listen to my episode with Grace Lee, she is the one who like ultimately inspired me and challenged me to do it. But so I signed up for a half marathon and the point is to prove to myself I can do something I always said I can't do. And it feels really good because I'm creating these habits where I do runs every single week and I'm becoming a runner. I want to be able to say that I'm a runner if I want to be a fucking runner. So (laughs) that's where we're at at that. And it's just something I'm really embodying in every area of my life. Anytime I say I can't do something, no, I can. I have the choice to figure it out. I have the choice to build on those habits and change my identity whenever I want. If there's not something that, if there's something you're not loving about yourself right now, I kind of want you to Let's let's take this a little, as a little moment. Journal on what you don't like about yourself, right? All those things we just mentioned. I'm bad at directions. I'm bad at people's names. I'm bad at working out. I'm bad at dancing, whatever it is. And choose one that really bothers you. And I promise and swear the reason it bothers you is because you want it so badly. And you do have a choice. You have a choice to turn that narrative around. Even if you are the worst singer in the world, Um, The girl, what is her name? Riley from Daisy Jones and the Six. She was not a singer. She was trained to be a singer for that movie. So it's another example of like you can figure anything the fuck out if you want to, if you want it badly enough. And you don't have to want it badly enough that you could write a list of things you're not good at and be totally fine with it. I was fine with the running thing for a very long time. And then I was like, no, fuck that. I just like sometimes I just want to feel empowered by something that's in my control. Because so often a lot of my goals are like the podcast and, you know, YouTube, which I've kind of taken a step back from just because of time. And I am kind of liking not having a camera on my face at all times, but we could talk about that on another episode. I just feel like so many of these things, yes, there's a lot of it that's in my control, but at the end of the day, the success of it is not fully in my control, but the success of me as a runner, it's that my fitness goals and fixing my posture and things like that can be a challenge where I can actually accomplish a goal in the end and know that there's a time frame on it and like just feels a little bit more in my control. And I think I needed something like that, to be honest, to just not be so focused on am I good enough and numbers and I mean, running is also focused on numbers, but I don't care about my pace. And I don't know. It's just like sometimes we, I can future trip a lot. I'm a Virgo. And I think as you can tell, I have all these side hustles and whatnot. And just sometimes so much of it is out of your control. And I wanted to take my control back and do something where I have a choice to challenge myself and prove to myself, yes, you are worthy. Yes, you are good enough. And you are a badass. So 
that's what I'm doing. So you got a few book recommendations out of this podcast. And I hope that you, I hope there was one thing that stuck out to you, even in the examples I gave from the book where you were like, yeah, I always say I'm not a morning person, but have I really tried to change that? And I could do a whole separate video on that. I have a whole video on YouTube. I have multiple on that. I could do a whole separate solo episode. I feel like I have before, but I have so many tips on becoming a morning person. Also check out the episode with Shelby Sacco. She gave amazing tips, like tangible, small tips to becoming a morning person. She swears by the book 5am club. I don't get to bed until 10 because I end work at seven. It's just not realistic for me to wind down and everything until then. So I won't really wake up earlier than 6am. So I'm not a big 5am club person, but I think the point of the book is just becoming a morning person in general. And Atomic Habits is my biggest recommendation for something like that. If you're looking to like change your life, or I can just record more episodes like this where I read the books and give you guys the insights that I learned from the books that inspired me. Let me know if you like this format. I'm happy to just as I keep reading these types of books, coming back with more epiphanies and maybe I even do one a month of like epiphanies I got from books lately. I don't know. That would require me to read a lot more. I'm a very slow reader, but this was honestly a quickie episode, but it feels fitting for the 100th episode to just really tune in and talk about something I'm working on, something that's been helping me. I don't know. I just, I'm really grateful for you guys for listening. Like, I know it's so cringe and cheesy, but like, you guys listen. And if no one was listening to this, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would keep going after 100 episodes. So thank you so much. Please rate, review, subscribe, DM me, voice note me, all the things. I just saw, like, did you guys see that? It was probably a bug, but in the image, it looked like a white light just crossed the screen. And I feel like that was a sign. And I'm going to take it as a sign that the podcast is where it's at. And I'm on the right track. And you guys are on the right track. And we're all just doing our fucking best, okay? If you're struggling with, you know, I have been practicing this habit every day. I have been posting every day and all these things, but like, what you have to pee? <laughs> it's so cute right now. I'm like a sick fuck. <laughs> Whenever he's struggling with something and upset, I think it's so cute. It's so fucked up. <laughs> right, Ethan? Anyway, I'm done. I'm going to sleep. I love you. Happy 100 episodes. And I hope this helped some of you. DM me if it did. Voice note me. I love talking about this stuff. And I'll see you next week. Thank you guys so much for listening to that episode. Please, please, please leave a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you just can't get enough of this podcast, go subscribe over on YouTube. You can see the full-length video episodes and shorter clips as well. You can find TikTok clips over at Jen Lauren with two N's. You can find Instagram Reels if that's your jam over on Instagram at Jen underscore Lauren with two N's and even Dare to Self Care Pod on Instagram. So you never have to go a day without Dare to Self Care. <laughs>